Welcome you all, everybody, to the Made for More podcast, Season 1, Episode 11. I am Coach Jeff, your host. You know, when we think about mindfulness, we probably don't think a lot about how that relates to our practice of eating. And yet at the same time, I remember when I was learning first about mindfulness and trying to put it into practice, one of the first exercises that I had done was, uh, of all things, eating uh, a little craisin, you know, a dried cranberry. Um, Not only taking the time to enjoy its flavor, but to discern its size, its shape, its uh, texture all through the eating process. Well, I want you to keep that in mind because this week I have the distinct privilege of sitting down with a very good friend, Tia Walden. Now, Tia is a holistic nutritionist. She's an integrative nutrition health coach. She is author of Obsessed with Mindful Eating, and she is a co-host of the podcast Obsessed with Humans on the Verge of Change. Tia says that she believes in using her energy to empower others to take responsibility for bridging that gap between where they currently are in their lives and where they want their lives to go, where they want to be. And if you're ever working with Tia as a nutrition and health coach, uh, she excels uh, through offering uh, or at offering tangible life-giving steps for determining what lifestyle and food choices work best for your bio-individuality. Uh, she says, I am confident that we are the experts of our own bodies. It's up to us to rediscover the innate wisdom within that we're all born with. And you know, I couldn't have said it better. You know, when it comes to mindfulness and eating, uh, Tia underscores that uh, you know, when we are being mindful about what we are putting into our mouths and into our bodies, and we're taking that time uh, to be aware of them, uh, that uh, you know, the experience is not only healthier, it's that much more enjoyable. So, hey, join us as we sit down together and uh, talk about mindful eating toward a better life. Here we go. Oh, well, uh, we're here this morning with uh, um, Tia. I almost said Morel, <laughs> Tia Walden, now uh, uh, recently married. So keep correcting me, Tia, when I do things like that. Um, she is a holistic nutritionist, an integrative nutrition health coach author of Obsessed with Mindful Eating, and co-host of the podcast, Obsessed with Humans on the Verge of Change. She says about herself, I believe in using my energy to empower others to take responsibility for bridging the gap between where they currently are and where they would like to be. Through tangible life-giving steps, Uh, for determining what lifestyle and food choices work for their bio-individuality, I am confident we are the experts of our own bodies. It is up to us to rediscover the innate wisdom within that we are all born with. Good morning, Tia. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no. Hey, my honor my and my joy, believe me. So tell me, uh, let's, let's just start at the beginning here. Um, 
with your bio, uh, a holistic nutritionist and integrative nutrition health coach. Could you define those for me? What, what does that mean uh, to you and to your clients? Yes. So like in my bio said, I help my clients bridge the gap between where they currently are and where they would like to be. I have found so many people have these goals, especially around health, but they don't know exactly how to get to those goals or how to achieve those goals. So I'm here as a guide to help them think of ways to really incorporate what works for them and their bodies to achieve those goals in a life-giving way. And I chose the holistic nutritionist route and integrated nutrition health codes route because I truly believe that we are so much more than just our bodies. We are multidimensional human beings. And so we need to take in consideration every aspect of who we are and what makes us up to achieve those health goals that we have set out for ourselves. That, that holistic part is that integration of that, the whole human being, as it were. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Do you find uh, uh, people are looking for that more and more? Um, uh, what is the, uh, the the marketplace for uh, a holistic, uh, any, well, actually any holistic approach? I think that people are starting to come around to, it, around to it more now. I definitely think that before there was kind of a stigma behind it, a little like woohoo, you'd say holistic and people would kind of just dismiss you. Mm -hmm. um, but I think now with especially the way the world is, people are understanding that we are multidimensional beings. We have a body, mind and spirit and they all <laughs> correlate together. We can't intentionally work on just one area without having that effect in a positive way or a negative way affect those other areas of us as well. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I was first thinking maybe that had more to do with age. Cause I know as I've, I've gotten older and you tend to become a little more, I think in tune with your spirit self, your spirit side, that, that, uh, that life-giving force that is truly you, your identity, and, uh, you know, I know looking for my own physicians, my own PCP, you know, I was looking for somebody who was at least open to that. They didn't have to have the word holistic, uh, you know, on their placard or anything, but somebody was open to that. Fortunately, I was able to find someone. Um, but, the, but there are a lot of younger folk, I think, who are kind of in this generation, uh, this, uh, this age that we're in that, that seem to be looking for uh, a more holistic uh, approach to their their being their life and that would include their health I totally agree with that and I think that a lot of people are starting to recognize that you know at least the traditional route of just going through the doctor getting medicine we're not really getting the root cause of anything mm. we're really just masking symptoms and I think mm. that especially as we get older we want to really get to the root cause because one symptom might be masked, but then all of a sudden another one comes up and then all of a sudden you're on 10 medications and you're like, this is not what I saw for my morning breakfast. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Should be writing this down for my doctor's appointment coming up. <laughs> Give them something to think about. Huh? <laughs> well, Hey, uh, what uh, you, you're the author of um, mindful eating and uh, that, that just came out fairly recently. It did. Uh, we launched it back in the middle of June and it's, it's obsessed with mindful eating and it's a heart centered approach to nutrition. 
And it was really something that kind of was born this last year. I didn't see it coming, but I'm so glad that I did it. And I had such a great powerhouse behind me, backing me up, encouraging me on the way of getting this published. What, uh, what inspired you to write? My journey, recognizing where I was struggling and how I got to be more empowered and feel more empowered and responsible for my health and my nutrition and really recognizing where did I start and kind of giving people a quick guide that's not too intensive. I wanted it to be something simple, straightforward, and life-giving as in my bio, because I totally believe in coming from the heart and coming from love on this journey of health, rather than coming from shame and guilt that I know in the beginning of my journey, I really felt. Hmm. Well, I like the concept of simple for one. <laughs> and, I, and I imagine most do. I mean, uh, you, you, you can't turn on the TV. You can't listen to a podcast. You can't see uh, posts on Facebook without this kind of diet or this um, even miracle drugs. Man, I was uh, watching. I wish I could remember the exact number, but it's something like losing 42 pounds in a week just by taking this pill. And uh, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, right. And then I think that sometimes when we see those, we can put guilt and shame in ourselves like, oh, why am I not doing this? Or how am I not losing as much weight as uh, these other? I mean, they say that these people have done it on these diets, but sometimes that's not true. And so recognizing too is, okay, that's their story possibly, but what's my story and really mm -hmm. sticking focused on who am I, what do I want and why do I want it? Hmm. Now. Of course, good health and good nutrition has a lot more to do with than simply losing weight. So tell me and, and uh, our audience, what, is, uh, what exactly is mindful eating, if you could uh, define that? And, uh, and, and what all does that entail beyond simply losing weight? Nutrition is a broader, uh, a broader topic. It really is. And nutrition is always changing. There's more science coming up behind it. There's more studies. And so just being open to it and recognizing what works for you today may not work for you tomorrow. And so mindful eating is really all about being aware of the present moment, the present experience in a purposeful and non-judgmental way. And so opening all of our senses up to this experience of eating making sure we pay attention to the textures, the colors, the sounds, the flavors. And we end up enjoying our food a whole lot more too, rather than, you know, grabbing a quick bite in the car and shoveling it in as quickly as we can while we're driving someplace. We're not really present. We're not aware. We're not enjoying the food that we're putting into our body. We're just shoving it in for whatever reason. Right. That sounds very countercultural in this day mm. and age. Right. Do and because we all are so busy. And I think that, like you're saying, our culture absolutely loves <laughs> the doing, the go, 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 the busy lifestyle. We kind of, we get praised for it in some ways. And so, mm, yes, yes. <laughs> right. So going back to recognizing and slowing down and going back to being the human being, just be in this mm. moment. Don't be focusing on doing, 
and just be present with what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. I always like that. Uh, that's a great reminder. And it's so simple. We are human beings, not human doings. Boy, talk about preaching to the choir here. <laughs> you know, uh, so uh, yeah, being so countercultural, do you, you, do you find your clients uh, open to that? Uh, do they tend to resist it? Uh, what is your experience in working with folk? It definitely varies um, person to person, of course, but I do tend to find it. It's very challenging for people, especially in the beginning to carve out even 10 minutes to sit down and just be with their meals. And so recognizing that we do have the ability and the responsibility to sit down and schedule out these times to be present because it nourishes our body on a whole new level, nourishes our mind on a whole new level. And it's important to understand food itself usually isn't the problem when it comes mm -hmm. to health. Mm -hmm. It's the relationship we have to food. Interesting. Yeah, and unpack that a little bit more to coin a term. <laughs> yes. So if we think about it, when we are making a food decision, typically we know what's the healthier decision. We know that reaching for something green and something colorful is going to be a little bit better than just grabbing that slice of pepperoni pizza or running through the drive through and grabbing that cheeseburger from any fast food restaurant. We know what to do for our bodies, mm -hmm. but the problem lies with the relationship we have to food. It's why are we seeking out certain foods? Mm. Are we lacking in another area of life that we are trying to fill a void with this food? And whenever we try to do that, we end up overeating, judging ourselves, feeling pretty crappy at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And then the cycle just repeats. Well, I've already given up on it. I haven't made the best decision today. So I'm just going to keep on going. I'll start again on Monday. And it's just a cycle and it goes over and over. Mm -hmm. So you say, are we lacking in another area of life? Of course, you're, you're talking about more than simply are we well, it's commonly thought of, uh, oh, I'm missing this certain mineral or I'm missing this certain vitamin. You know, I'm, I'm reaching for the milkshake because I'm lacking calcium. Uh, you're talking about something beyond that, right? Right. I'm talking about what makes up you as a human being. So like we talked about spirituality, mm -hmm. physical <clears throat> activity, our careers even make a difference. Are we satisfied in what we're doing? Do we feel important? Do we feel like we're putting our purpose out into the world? And a lot of us, I mean, I, this is a big thing for me or was a big thing for me. Relationships, are they healthy? Are they toxic? Is our home environment healthy? Is our home environment toxic? Mm -hmm. Recognizing that typically when we are in these more toxic areas or unfulfilled in these areas, that's when we reach to fill that void through food, alcohol, mm. anything. And if we're trying to fill a void with an external substance, it's never going to fill that internal void that we're actually feeling. It might mm. cover it up for a little bit, mask that symptom, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're eating the food and it feels good, it tastes good. And of course, you're probably devouring it <laughs> rather quickly. So mm -hmm. you, you, you feel full for a moment. And then there's kind of what, what would you call that? Almost like that, 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 that post-event depression or that post-event drop off. Exactly. I think that once we instantly have take that first bite, you know, those receptors in our brain go firing off and we're like, this is awesome. And you get that <laughs> sugar rush. 
And it's almost that false sense of filling that void. But then all of a sudden, a little bit later, maybe a couple hours later, maybe even the next day, it's like that crash comes down so hard. And then we're mm. even lower than we were. Oh, wow. When wow. we started. Right. And so the cycle just starts up again. Exactly. Because yeah. we're so low. We're like, I need that sugar. I need it now. <laughs> yeah, reach for those frosted flakes, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. three bowls. That should, you could, that should do it this morning. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, um, so when, when clients are seeking you out, uh, what do you find that they're usually looking for? Initially, I find it's that weight loss. It's people are trying to hit that healthy weight or they're trying to be look a certain way physically. And that's where I was too. That's how, honestly, that's how I got started on my health journey was I was hearing all of these messages in the media of be smaller physically, especially as a female, be smaller. And so then I kept being on going on yo-yo diets starting at a very young age. And I find that that's what people see the first, they see them, they see the physical first and they don't even pay attention. They're unconscious to the internal that they're feeling. And so I try to help them wake up to the fact that we can be conscious on a daily basis and make conscious decisions with our food. And when we start doing that, it's amazing how we feel physically because eventually what internally, how we feel reflects externally. And so we start feeling better and we start looking better and we start seeing the results that we thought that we so desired and were trying to grasp on to so tightly in the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. once we let go of that release and just be present and be kind to ourselves and love ourselves through this journey that's when we ultimately receive those physical changes that we desired at first. Now, I love that. Uh, so, you know, the, the mindful eating, that whole process and that, that whole concept really is an act of love and kindness toward yourself. It right? is. Yeah, that's huge. And, and, and that's a really a, a spiritual experience, wouldn't you say? I, I would. I agree with that because I think that the whole act of kindness and love towards ourselves comes from a place of knowing our worth. And I personally found my worth through my spirituality and recognizing mm-hmm. that I am so much more than this physical body, mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. more than this physical body. And once I really could grasp onto that, that truth of I was born worthy, it wasn't something that I did. It wasn't something that I gained. I was born worthy, then I could start Mm. realizing, okay, I can make, I can take action. I can start making decisions, intentional, conscious decisions to act within my worth Mm -hmm. and Mm. show up for myself the best I can. Mm. I I love that. That You remind me of the the Celtic approach to um, uh, the the, the human being and and worthiness that, uh, you know, we are, regardless of all the junk that we manage to pile on top of ourselves, we still carry that inherent image of God. And that makes us worthy and lovable, not again, because of who we are, but because we do carry that image. And that's, that's powerful. It really is. And then once you can recognize it in yourself, you can start recognizing it in other humans. You can mm. recognize it in other people and then spread the kindness and spread that ripple effect of we are all worthy, no matter, mm. you know, who we are, who we claim to be. We're still worthy at our core. We're all made in that God's image. Mm-hmm. And 
we can't love these other people without loving ourselves first, because Mm -hmm. if you don't love yourself, you don't know how to love somebody else. Yeah. 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 There's that, 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 that empty space you're trying to fill up with so many other things. And for whatever reason, other people just don't seem to fit. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Who, whoever thought that eating would, would play such a major role in this, this is huge. I love this. Now, you you touched a little on your journey. I don't know how much you might want to say about your own personal journey, uh, but really where where you came in contact first uh, when you first heard about mindful eating and why you embraced that. Yes. So I really started off my journey with, I was in a toxic relationship. I was in a toxic environment and I knew that I wasn't satisfied in my career. I wasn't satisfied in these different areas of my life. But at first, I really didn't know how to become satisfied. I didn't know exactly what I needed to do to get to the point of feeling really good about all these areas of my life. And so somebody recommended meditation to me. And I that was not something I've ever tried before. But I was like, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> yes. I'm going to download the app, get the free seven-day trial. Oh, there and- you go. And I did. And I was like, I noticed a difference in myself right away. I was like, this is, this is amazing. I can't believe it took me this long to find meditation, but I'm so grateful I did. And Mm so I started slowly being more conscious and waking up to the present moment because I was not living in the present moment. I was constantly living in anxiety of the future, anywhere, but here at that time. And so I started to make other choices in my life too. I was like, okay, I know that my health is not exactly where I want it to be. What's my next step? And I had tried so many different fad diets. I had yo-yo dieted for a majority of my life at that point. And I knew that's not what I wanted to do. So I wanted to try something different. And so I started just paying attention to what am I eating and why am I eating it? A lot of the times I recognized that I was eating stuff because of what the people around me were eating, Uh or I was eating even because I just, I felt sad or I felt lonely. I felt anxious. Um, I was making decisions, not based on how my body felt. I was making decisions on based on external experiences, external factors. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I decided to really pay attention to exactly what it was going into my body and then how I felt going into it. And then that's when I realized I was like, I actually really enjoy cooking. I didn't know that I did. (laughs) (laughs) I actually really enjoy food. I love the way it looks. Mm. I love the way it feels. I love the way it makes me feel. And I had no idea because I was just unconsciously making all of these decisions. And so that's when I decided to look into different certifications. And that's when I was, became aware of what holistic nutrition was. And when I heard about that, I was like, yes, this speaks to me on so many levels. And so I was like, I'm just going to dive into it. I'm going to go for it. I signed up for the certification and then I really, I loved what I learned in that certification. So I seeked out another one, which was the integrative nutrition health coach. Mm -hmm. And that went a little bit deeper into it. And I absolutely loved that as well. And I knew that it was the right choice for me because I enjoyed going to my computer every day and learning the modules, learning the information. And even when it wasn't from those certifications directly, I was seeking out this information on podcasts and on groups and 
Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff. And so I knew I was like, this is the realm I want to go in. And then I found my own career coach and we started diving into it deeper as well. And she really opened up my eyes to who am I on another level that I never, I was never aware of, or I never thought possible. And then she helped me with the obsessed with mindful eating book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What sounds wonderful that is that uh, whatever journey you would like to walk with your clients on is a journey you've taken. You're not taking them anywhere you haven't been before. Right. That's exactly right. And I think that that's so important too, is recognizing what do I know? What have I gone through? And that's who I try to seek out for who is my ideal client, because it's not somebody that isn't looking for anything that I haven't experienced. There is somebody out there for that person then, but I want to make sure that we click on a whole nother level that we both feel that this is the right partnership to Mm -hmm. go down that path of health and make sure that they feel supported, have that accountability and that guidance as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of groups, by the way, uh, so you were also co-host of a podcast uh, in our, we've got a, a few minutes yet. Uh, what, what would you like to say about that? Tell, tell us about uh, the uh, humans on the verge of change. Yes, our podcast is amazing. There's three of us women, Julie and Mika and myself, and we are the obsessed girls, we call ourselves. And <laughs> our podcast is obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Because we have all, you know, gone through that pivotal moment of I'm right there on this verge of change. But sometimes you need that extra guidance. You need that extra little push to be like, let's go, let's do this. Because when we change, it's uncomfortable. It's not easy. And so having that support behind you is so important. And so we want to be that support for people. We want to show up on a daily basis on your phone. We want you to hear our voices encouraging you letting you know you can do it and that it is worth it awesome yeah yeah that's great and where can they find uh uh, this podcast we are on spotify apple podcast anchor um and we are also on instagram at crown underscore compass girls and we love to talk and chat with everybody and let us know how we can show up for you and support you on your journey and this is uh, obsessed with humans on the verge of change. That's what we're looking for. That, that's great. That's great. Um, so uh, as we're winding down here, um, what kind of message would you want to get out to the audience, out to our, our, our culture, out to our environment uh, at this point? I just want everybody to know that you are 100% responsible for your life. And that includes your health. And when you make the decision to make those changes to better your health, it's something that you decide once, but you maintain every day. It's not a one and done thing. It's the journey of health and there's no destination. And so being sure to love yourself and love the journey is so important because even if you do reach this destination. And if you hated that journey and if you despised it, what was the point of going on it in the first place? And Mm. so give yourself the grace, leave the guilt and the shame behind and just look at yourself. Where am I today? And what is my next best decision? 
Mm. What would you consider to be the, the biggest obstacle that uh, your clients seem to have to overcome? I think it's the mindset, recognizing, because we live in this world that is jam-packed full of processed fast foods, everything that, and it's in your face too, right? Like you see advertisements, yeah. billboards for Definitely. all of these fast food places, but when was the last time you saw a billboard for broccoli? You don't. <laughs> I love to see that just once. <laughs> you don't, but you do have the capability, the capability and the responsibility to seek out those choices for yourself and mm. recognizing too that everything is your choice. Mm. Yeah. Now, that's a very empowering. I mean, at first that could sound, oh my, man, that's a lot of uh, responsibility, but that can be very empowering. Right. Is, and recognizing the difference between the overwhelming, you know, don't look at the big picture of it. Like I have to eat a certain way for the rest of my life. Look at it as an experiment, boil it down to what can I try for my body and listen to it. Cause I, like we mentioned at the beginning, I truly believe that we are the experts of our own bodies and yes. our bodies will communicate and tell us what was good for it and what was bad for it at this time. Mm -hmm. But it's up to us to tap into that mindset of awareness and listen to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. That, that's great. Great stuff. Um, where can people find you? I am on Instagram at tia.morell and that is T-I-A dot M-O-R-E-L-L. As Jeff did mention, I did just get married. So Tia Walden, mm -hmm. which W-A-L-D-E-N, I believe both will pop up right now. Mm -hmm. I'm also on Facebook at Tia Walden and reach out through crown underscore compass girls. That's also a great spot to find me. Yeah, great. Hey, thank you, Tia. Thanks for uh, uh, honoring me with uh, being on the podcast. And uh, any final thoughts, anything else you want to uh, uh, bring to the audience, bring to our listeners? I just want to remind people too, is recognizing that we can't force our loved ones to take their own health journey. So mm. just focus on yourself, focus on what can you do? How can you better yourself? Because your loved ones will see that they'll see the change in you and that will ripple effect that will ripple out to them. And then that will ripple out even wider to their circle too. And it's kind of amazing seeing the effects of you taking responsibility and how it changes the view of other people's around you too. Well, thanks to you. And again, congratulations uh, on the, the new chapter of the journey of your life. And uh, I hope to have you back sometime. If you're Thank open you, to Jeff. that. I would love to. I've, Love the concept of made for more because I believe, truly believe we were all made for more. Ah, thank you. Okay. Talk to you soon.